0: Hello, hello. Good morning and happy Tuesday. My name's Anastasia and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. Today I wanted to talk about a little something called self-worth. This was actually brought up by one of my fabulous listeners who wanted to remain anonymous, so I will leave it at that. But this person had brought it up to me and said, you know, like I got an idea for you, something about self-worth. And I thought in my head, gosh, I started to go down a full rabbit hole, friends, like, and I was thinking about my own life and experience that I've had and then what we all appear to believe what self-worth is and how it can get mixed, matched a little bit in the process. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Uh, First and foremost, I just want to thank you for coming back to this platform. I know this is something that's just an ongoing joy in my life and I hope it's an ongoing joy in yours The listeners keep growing. You keep telling your friends about it. If you love an episode you're listening to, do me a favor, give it a screenshot, send it over to a friend or put it on your social media story. Tag me in it at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg on Instagram or hashtag the luxury of self-care. Any feedback you ever have for the show, too, you can reach to me in a DM. You can send me messages through the website on the podcast. So All these different ways to get in tune and connected with me because it's great. I love it when you guys give me ideas because I get jazzed about researching them and knowing that they're going to mean something to you when I come back to the mic and put together an episode based on a topic or a guest that you suggested. So thank you for that call out. And again, thank you for always listening. Remember those new episodes that are coming out for subscribers only. So it's $3.99 a month. And I'm putting together all these wonderful daily types of meditations. So sometimes it's a five-minute, sometimes it's a 10-minute, sometimes it's a walking meditation. You get at least one or two a week. So for less than a cup of coffee a month, you're going to get those meditations. And that's just by subscribing. So you can do that on the website. The link is in the bio. You can always check that out if you have any questions about it. But I just wanted to make those meditations a little more accessible to people who really wanted them as opposed to putting them in place of an actual episode. So if you want to know more about those, all you have to do is click on the link, sign up, super easy, super simple. It's not your cup of tea. You can always unsubscribe. One of the things that I love doing on did on the daily, basically, on my Gmail account, like I'm always constantly going through and delete, delete, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. So you can always do that. Just like I said before, like we can always choose and then we can always choose again. It can be as something as simple as going to the gym for the day or it can be as simple or something as large as like your job or your career. So diving in to self-worth, I wanted to look up like what is the actual definition? Like what is Merriam-Webster coining and defining self-worth as? Which is a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect that sounds pretty straight on I think there's a confusion though because I was thinking of self-worth as this like internal sense of being good enough and worthy enough to be loved um, and feel like a type of belonging from others right so self-worth is often confused with self-esteem which is more external factors such as successes and achievements to define your worth and it can often be inconsistent leading to some struggles of feeling worthy right like there's often times if we're not achieving or if we're not successful or we don't we don't view ourselves that way or someone's telling us that and we're allowing the ego to feel that struggle that we're not worthy meaning that our self-worth goes down our self-esteem goes down so self-esteem is what we think and feel and believe about others, and then self worth is recognizing I am greater than all of these things. So it's a deeper knowing that I am of value, I'm lovable, I am necessary to this this world. I'm necessary to live. Um, it's it's kind of an incomprehensible type of worth. So that's that's kind of the difference between self worth and self esteem, and in, in my opinion. So this, there is a self worth theory, and I didn't know this, so I wanted to look up this self worth theory. It's by Covington and Barry in 1976, and this theory explains that an individual's main priority in life is to find self acceptance. Like kind of, kind of crazy, like, but but if we think about it, because that self acceptance is often found through those achievements, so and in turn. Achievement is often found through competition with others, right? Like, I'm a very competitive person. Put me on a treadmill next to someone, I see someone going 8.9, I want to go 9.2. You know, what? whatever it is when it comes to your your speed or... It, but it's like good, healthy competition. There's a difference. Yeah, sometimes it's like a power trip thing and then other times it's like, oh, I'm glad that person was there because that person challenged me to push myself and I clearly had more in me to go harder. So that's, that's a... That's like a healthy competition in, in my mind. So the theory holds that there are four main elements of the self-worth model. Ability, effort, performance, and in turn, self-worth. This is the self-acceptance. So thinking of self-acceptance, right? So ability, you know, like are you capable of doing things that are going to make you a worthy person, how much effort do you put in, right? I have no patience for lazy people. I I'm that's it's like hard no for me, hard pass. I think I look it back at all my friends, how we worked in New York City, how we pushed and strived to make ends meet financially so we could go and pursue our dream and audition and work our tits off, work our butts off, our high knees, however you want to put it, you know. And and the, no one was lazy. If you were lazy, you you didn't make it. Or if you were lazy, you fell into a different crowd. We probably weren't hanging out as much because I was with determined people that pushed and they were strong and they had effort. It's the same thing when I'm managing a staff or a team. Like I always can tend to know that I can lean on people who put the effort in and the lazier people usually You know, I'm like, okay, I got to find ways to motivate them. How do I motivate them? Or maybe there's different ways to teach them. I need to find different ways that they learn. So laziness versus slow is two different things, right? So some people need a little bit more time, but other people are just straight up lazy. So putting in that effort, that's also going to make you feel as though you're worthy. Yeah, because like when you want something, you put the effort in. When you're studying for your SATs, you study. When you want to save up for a house, you save. You don't spend. You know, like all these different things, right? So you have to put in the effort. Then there's the follow through with the performance. So let's say just to break down for me, I had the ability to sing, dance, and act. I put the effort in. I went to the audition. I worked hard. I got the job. So that, you know, that's the accomplishment. And then, then there was the performance. So how do I deliver? How do I prove to that company again? How do I prove to them that like hire me again, or I was worth the hire or, you know, your, all of your patrons loved me in the show or, or whatever it is like, how do you actually show up in performance? So again, how much effort are you putting in at work? And then what is the result of that? How, what are you bringing to the table when you show up every day or the sales you bring in or the numbers that you make or how you perform on your surgeries? Or, you know, whatever, you, whatever your performance is within your given line of work. And then that all results in self-worth. So having the ability, putting in the effort, and then performing within all of that. And I had to sit there. I was like, you know what? Like that, that does make sense to me because my way of doing it is like a bunch of different things. I know for me, it's a lot. It's very money driven. It's something that I'm always working with. But for me, I feel worthy because my ego, the way that my upbringing was, the way that my family is for me is You need to make this. Your life should look like this. Your bank account should look like this. Your Roth IRA should look like this. You are 33 right now. You know, all these things. But at the end of the day, I have sat back this whole time and I've chatted about this and I've said it on here like I still go to bed at night happy about my life, feeling successful, feeling like I'm putting effort in, feeling like I'm performing well. And in turn, I feel self-worth no matter how it looks to someone else, I feel that. So, you know, like a lot of us think it's it's our to-do list. So I'm going to give us a bunch of like different scenarios of what people have said they thought was self-worth and I'm just going to kind of like break them down. So your to-do list would be, you know, achieving goals is great and it's wonderful, but Your to-do list doesn't really have a direct relationship with your worth as a human. So yes, it's great that you checked everything off your list. Keep going. Keep nailing it. Keep achieving your goals. But again, that's not your worth as a human, a direct relationship with it at least. Um, Social media following, right? Burnout from social media, all this different stuff. Even the other day, my dad was like, oh, I feel like you're getting less hits on your social media. Like whatever you know, like it's like th- there's engagements different than likes now, and all these different things, and it's the time of day that you post, and you know it's it's all this rat race of trying to figure out how to you know break the system here on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that you're on. But social media following doesn't matter how many people think that you are worthy of following or retweeting. Like it can be enlightening and healthy to consider the perspectives of others. But their opinions have no impact on your innate values. Like there's no impact on who you are as a person. I want you to remember this right now, whether you have 20,000 followers and and maybe you still need to hear this, whether you have, you know, almost 3,000 followers like I do, or whether you have 300 followers, like your social media following does not impact the value you have on this world. And that's a big thing. Like social media is something that has only evolved, but I use it to my advantage, but it also doesn't matter. Like I've been working with my media manager and stuff too. And she's like, it doesn't matter if you have active 200 people, that's still 200 people you're active with as opposed to someone who maybe has, you know, 20,000 followers and only has 400 active friends. So there's, there's a difference, right? It doesn't matter what that number is. It matters what, the, what your personal engagement is. But at the, at the end of the day, it still doesn't have an impact. Like other people's opinions don't have an impact on your value, okay? Like take a deep breath with me for that one because I know a lot of us get affected with that. Other people's opinions do not have an impact on your value. <sighs> Exhale it out. <laughs> um, your job, right? Guys, it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you do it well and it fulfills you. It really doesn't because I've learned that with this Lululemon job so much right now. And I've learned it with the podcast. I've learned it with all the different things. I made so much money in New York bartending. Did it fulfill me? Fuck no. I mean, no offense to say that, but like it didn't. I would sit there every night and I felt like, you know, with people, all I wanted to do was not say like, I'm not a bartender. I'm actually an actor and I'm actually really talented, but I'm here because this is the best way for me to pay my bills. And I like making cocktails and I'm good at it. And I talk to people well, you know, like that's what I really wanted to say to people. (laughs) And the bar that I worked at was great. You know, I had a lot of friends that came in and it was it was very fun, but that didn't like. That didn't fulfill me at all. And I say this too. I've said it on here with some guests and I had a moment with Doug in the past and I, I do it to myself and I'm going to repeat it on here. When you wake up in the morning, friends, what do you want to put on? Do you want to put on? I was like, oh my gosh, well, I wake up every morning. I'm always putting on Lululemon clothes. I was always a walking billboard for them. They, Hey, they're a great company. Maybe I should work for them over the holidays back in 2018. I no one longer serving me. I left. And right now it is serving me. Right now it does get me excited for the past year to wake up. Yeah, I just came up on my year anniversary. Woohoo, that was fun. Um, and I've looked at back on like how much I've grown in our company here in Lancaster, you know, and what I've learned and what values, new values I have, and how my pillars align with my job. And it fulfills me to wake up in the morning and put on Lululemon clothes and walk my dog and go into work you know it fulfills me to reach out and be involved with the community here in Lancaster and feel like I have a space here to do that so there's a lot of different ways to to do those things and it also fulfills me to be managing a team crafting people with like clay and and showing them how they could be successful in these jobs or teaching them how to do these things because I love being a cheerleader for others and I love being a part of that process of seeing them evolve and grow so It fulfills me right now. Is it the most money I've ever made? No, but because it fulfills me means that I continue to be hungry, means that I continue to be determined. That means that I'm going to continue to climb a corporate ladder because I enjoy doing what I'm doing, which in the end could result in making me more money or it should, but sometimes it doesn't. So there's there's that too. You hit these moments where you're like, okay, My self-worth isn't worth X amount of dollars. So I've run into that too. So coming to a contract where I was like, no, I know what my talent level is. I know what they can afford. I know I need to ask for more. And I was one of those people, like I had an agent after pretty much at the very end of my career. So I never really did a lot of negotiating with that agent. So I had done it on my own and it's it sucks. It's like, oh my gosh, great, you want me. I can't. You can't pay me that little. Like, I, you know, and that's not what you say out loud, but like, okay, you know, do you have room in the budget for this? Are there ways to negotiate your contract to do things so you feel a little bit more like there's self-worth and someone can recognize that you need a bit more in order to, you know, say yes to this. So sometimes the ball can be in your court when it comes to self-worth and the negotiating process, right? Like, we're looking at homes right now. The buyer's market is finally, like, you know, leveling out because everyone was selling at these ridiculous high prices. And now we're in a state where we're able to look at a place, see that it's been on the market for a long time, and know that that seller is, is getting more and more and more determined just to sell. They're a little bit more, I don't want to use the word vulnerable, but in a way they don't want to keep paying the taxes and the mortgage on this, thing, this house that's been on the market. They're probably already in a new home. So they get very eager to sell. And that's when you get in these moments where you're like, "Okay, I have some leverage here. But knowing your self-worth and them knowing theirs, you can't give them too low of an offer. Right. So it's like it's all it all comes back to that self-worth here, too. It's you have to know and realize in that umbrella of what your worthiness is. So. Another couple things here that I have on my list that had come up from other people was your your age. So you're never too young or too old for anything. Like I remember I was going through doing yoga with my mom and she's like, I just don't think it's good for my body. And I was like, mom, yoga is designed... F- I mean, it's not, but... Westernized way it was designed for for older people more than anything because it's about stretching. It's about wringing yourself out so you're not sitting in a chair all day long as you're getting less active as you're older. So your age is just simply a number. It really doesn't factor your value as a human being. Maybe you were more of value at a certain point in your life and you feel that way. It really doesn't affect it's the general whole of your entire life. So your age is just a number. So other people like... It doesn't matter what they think. You know, I said that earlier with the social media. It doesn't matter what they've done or accomplished or what they feel that you've done or accomplished. Like it, your personal satisfaction and fulfillment are so much more important than what other people are thinking, saying, or doing. Your self-worth is way up here. Yeah. Don't let other people bring you down. Don't let them don't let them what would you say? Like, don't let them be the water to your flame. Don't let them put you out. If you feel proud of what you're doing. And I I have to do this a lot with my family. Like I love my parents so much and they're so supportive and all they care about is me and you know what my end goal is and like what I accomplish. But at the end of the day, don't don't hang out with people that are trying to put out your flame don't dim your light for other people like then they're not they're not the people you should be surrounding yourself with and i i know that that's harsh it's happened with a couple of my friends um you know they were friends for now really strong friends for now and it makes me sad for some of the people that i was like oh yeah you know like really would have loved to invite them to the wedding but they had a time and a, pre- and a place and, you know, we both just moved on and that's how I want to look at it. You know, if, if I feel like I've reached out so much at this point and in turn, like they haven't really reached back or made it a priority to call me, then, you know, they were unfortunately friends for now. Now, other ones I have that life gets in the way, but it's always like a two-way street both of us you know fall off the the map every once in a while and they're like oh my god I'm so sorry I know I haven't talked to you in like six months so there's a difference yeah if you're still in school for my friends that listen to the show that are still in school or went back to school um, grades so grades have different strengths and weaknesses and like when I had Jake on the show we talked all about how you know, like the curriculum that they're teaching. Not everyone is a straight A student and you're just as valuable if you're a straight F student or a dropout. Um, Not everyone is cut from the same cloth. Like think about it in the sense of like if Picasso was in school today, do you think that he would have great grades in everything? No, he probably stayed up all night painting and he looked like a zombie in class and like didn't really do well because that's not where his passion was. So again, it comes to the fulfillment. If you're fulfilled by numbers, I was always good at math. I was like, I'm never going to use this in my career, but I was always good at math. And that's why I'm so good at strategic sales. And I love numbers and I love percentages. And I'm like, this is what we need to do in order to make this money, to get the bonuses for the business to grow, for us to get a bonus check. Like, I'm very driven by numbers, but so that's why I look back on my math classes and I'm like, oh, yeah, like this all came into play. But, you know, when it came to science, it's not something that I use all the time. You know, I was I was like a B student in science or, you know, obviously I did really well in my theater classes or my vocal classes. And I'm like, what else did they teach in school? You know, like <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. It feels like so long ago. But we all have different strengths and we all have different weaknesses. So just if you're not cut for class doesn't mean you're not cut for life. And the number of friends you have, again, like means absolutely nothing about your quality of your your relationship quality is what's important, right? So the number of friends you have. Who cares? Like looking at the list of friends I have coming to my wedding. It's that like I can't get married without those people being there. Like I'm like these people have been in my life for so long. They have to see this. Because I'm going to have the best time with 40 of these people than having 400 of people that I just like know well. Yeah. Friends different than knowing well. Friends are different than acquaintances friends are different than work people that just know a million thing about a million things about your life. Yeah, sometimes friends are just it's just a little bit different. It's not to say that you don't care about those people, but the friendship and the is like the relationship. So, moving into relationships, like I've chatted about this several times over, but accepting the love we think we deserve my second episode you know here we are all the way in the hundreds of episodes now and it still comes back to that like people that are my friends out there that are still single that are my age think that they need to jump in with another person like let's say they were in a long-term relationship and they immediately think that their self-worth is determined by the fact that they have someone else in the world that loves them. Like when you say it like that, it sounds so awful, right? I, I hope that they can see that. You could be flying solo. You can be casually dating. You can be in a committed relationship. Your value is exactly the same. Like just because Douglas loves me and he thinks everything about me and wants to marry me and have kids with me and you know build this life together doesn't mean that if you're listening to the show and you're the exact same age and you're 33 and you're so you're single doesn't mean that one of us is has more self-worth than the other it really doesn't your relationship does not alter your self-worth Money, 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 lack thereof on my end, but money, money, money Um, and uh, money in the bank. Like I write this all the time. My dream journals. I'm like, oh, I just I just looked through this. Not even in my dream journal. Let's talk about my dream box. You know, I've, I've had an episode even about that and I just reopened it the other day. And Doug was like, you look at that a lot more than you think. And I only rewrote everything back in the new year. So I haven't looked at it since then. But I was like, Doug and I will have a car by the end of the summer. Great. We accomplished that. Doug and I will live a lifestyle that feels comfortable with the current income we're making. Right now, we are. You know, it's going to alter, though. That's going to shift and change. But, like, we are right now. Uh, And what else did I say? We're going to buy our first home by the end of the year. I think we're on the right path. I feel like that's going to happen. It may happen this week. It may happen in a couple weeks. But, like, money, 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 or lack thereof, if you have enough money to physically survive, You already have achieved the maximum amount of worth that you can get for money. So it's zero, right? You can survive with zero dollars. Yeah. So money isn't as much of a factor to your worth. So for all the people that think that having all the fancy cars and the big houses and the country club status and, you know, the so on and so forth, like I just, at the end of the day, I feel sorry for them because. That doesn't determine their worth. If they think that that's what it determines, you know, if you have all that stuff and you have feel worthy without it, that's great. You know, I'm watching the show revenge right now, which is an old show, but like I'm watching it right now and you know, they have all this stuff and it's like, you know, going through, I can imagine like not having anything and then moving into this life where you have so much stuff, all these different estates and planes and all these different things, you know, and, and your life is so elaborate and then it all be taken away from you. Like, but the worth of that person doesn't change, but to some uh, people and friends in those circles, they think your worth has changed, but truly it hasn't. You've just lost objects, which is, you know, not anything that's going to be any amount of worth to your actual life. Um, And then any anything or anyone but yourself, right? So the heart of all the things that I'm trying to say here, like to wrap it all up in a tiny little bow here, you are the only one who determines your self-worth. Not me, not your friends, not your family, not your parents, not your relationship partner or whatnot. Hopefully, if that person doesn't think you're worthy, you have decided to kick them to the curb because your self-worth deserves more than that. But no one else determines this but you. So you're the only one that determines self-worth. If you believe that you're worthy and valuable, you are worthy and valuable. Even if you don't believe you are worthy and valuable, guess what? (laughs) I still know that you're worthy and valuable. And I bet you a lot of other people do too. So take that one in today. If you are on my... If you're involved, I'm sorry, if you're involved in the subscriber status, I'm going to do a meditation today based on the self-worthiness. I want to make sure that everyone feels worthy and valuable today, so I'm going to put together that. If you're involved in that, if not, it's that subscribe button. It's $3.99 a month. If you want to jump on there, do that. Um, It's been really fun to start to put them together I'm just starting to roll them out. So you can always pop on there and enjoy a little bit of meditation. Remember, 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 remember. You get out of the bed in the morning. You feel amazing. You say you're a badass to yourself in the mirror. (laughs) You walk tall. You live your life. And you remember that you are worthy and you are valuable. And none of these fabricated other things or other people have anything to do with that. That was my main point that I wanted to get to today. So thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to check out that new meditation that'll be with the subscribers only. In addition, have a kick-ass week, my friends. I'll see you next Tuesday.